Welcome to the podcast, Theo. I appreciate you having me, brother man. It's been a minute. Yeah. Feels like, man, almost feels like a whole year. Yeah, it, well, I think it has been a whole year, actually, come to think of it. Yeah, I, I think it has been a whole, yeah, yeah, I think it has been about a good, well, well 2019, my bad. That's two years. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, like. 2020 cancels everything out. So I think think that officially still holds the one-year title for right now. True, true. Hopefully, hopefully that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Hey, but by the time this comes out, it'll be 2022. Then it was, okay. So yeah, then I guess we could say two years, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In all fairness, in all fairness, okay, fine. 20 years, 20 years. Two years, not 20. (laughs) no. 2020, yeah, you knew. Two, yeah. yeah, I know what you. I was like, whoa, whoa, Tommy speaking past 20 years. It's like, then we'll get the gray in the beards. It's like my hair's gone. Well, I mean, it, well, it'll I probably mean, be about yeah. the same then. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't gonna make a daggone difference, man. Hey, man, but that's okay. I'd say, I'd say we're winning if we look like this in 20 years. It'd be like, hey, we we didn't do too bad. Listen, I, I, w- I will go ahead and say I got some pretty good genes, but uh, yeah, it, 20 years. All this is going to be great, man. All this is going to be great. Probably even gone. I don't know. At this point, I have no, I definitely won't have no hair to put no bleach on. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure my wife would definitely thank me for that. So, <laughs> hey, man. Well, what do they say? Uh, enjoy it while you have it. This is true. Yellow, you you only live, live once apparently, and 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 I'm trying to do the best that I can with the little time that I got on Earth, if that makes any sense. But yeah, so don't don't make it like we're writing your eulogy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, though, that's what I had my 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 group do uh, two calls ago. That was our our, our first uh, group meeting, and I had them all right their own personal eulogies and it was mm-hmm. it was a pretty revealing uh exercise um it puts everything in perspective man like i i didn't realize like when i was teaching school i would have every year every uh every time i got a new batch of students i would have them write their eulogies mm-hmm. and they were like mr brown why why make us do something like this like something so morbid and so weird i said well I want you to think about life in a different way because I don't want you to waste time. Mm -hmm. You only got this amount of time here. And, you know, and these are high school students. So freshmen to, you know, seniors. And I said, you know, one day you're going to have to think about what do you want people to say about you or what do you want to be known for? And it puts things in perspective because then it's like, you realize that, People remember you differently than what you think in your head, because we, sh- you know, sometimes we tend to show up differently than who we truly are. And so how do you get to your true authentic self? It's by taking all the clutter away and writing 
your own eulogy. It puts it puts your your mortality um, in the forefront of your thoughts. And when you do that, it literally almost realigns your values automatically because it says, okay, well, I want to be known as a great person. Okay, well, how am I responding to life right now? Am I showing up as a great person? If that answer is no, then you need to start showing up as a great person. Because if this is truly what you want people to say about you or what you want to be known as, then start living that so that when your time comes, people can truly say that about you. So. It, it was more of a life lesson, <laughs> yeah. But you know, also just a a a way to kind of you know pause, like hit pause on life real quick. Let's let's rethink it. So yeah. that was always my introduction to my class. <laughs> How did you come up with that? Of all things, well, it hit me because, like, for for me, um, being prior service military, like I had to write my own will several times because before I would deploy. So you literally go through this whole process. You, you, you write down everything you, you, you know, cause you're not guaranteed to come back. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that all your ducks in a, you know, all your ducks are in a row. And that was something that, you know, at a young age, it put life in perspective for me. Like literally it's like a gut check. Like you realize, okay, yo, this is real life. Like there's no, there's no messing around. Like, you know, because it would be like a group of guys, like we're all just, you know, you know, cutting up and joking. And then it gets really dark and really serious. Like, hey, um, let's go ahead and go through your, you know, your family members. Like, who do you want to be contacted first? Then their jokes kind of start dying down. Yeah. And then it goes down to. You're not guaranteed to come back. So we want to make sure that all your stuff or your belongings go to somebody. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking in your head, like, oh, okay, I'm really not guaranteed to come back. And then he goes to, well, you know, this, you know, your, your, your insurance, this is who's going to go to, um, you know, this is your, your death gratuity, death gratuity, like, this is who's going to go to, do you want to go to your spouse or to your, your mom or to who do you want to go to? Mm. And then it gets really quiet. Because it, it 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 hits home because now you got to think about how do I want my spouse or my parents to get this? Is this even enough? Yeah. You know, if you're married with kids, it's like, wow, how do I divide this up? How do I set this up? And so w- when you go through that enough times, it makes you live a little differently. It makes you approach life. It makes you approach um, other people in your unit. It makes you know, it, it brings life into perspective. And so for me, that was always the quickest way to bring life into perspective because I could tell you life lessons, but if I can't tell you something that you're also going to witness, something that you're also going to have to go through, mm-hmm. eh, then it doesn't make any sense. Right. So that was always the biggest connector to me and my students. Got you. As weird I, as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, no, I, I kind of like that, but I'm curious kind of with the vein of, where you've been focused on and maybe you you can explain that a little bit more but like how do you go from taking something so serious to like dealing with something that's so serious and not letting Mm -hmm. it paralyze you per se to where it's like you can overly obsess with 
um, okay, like this is going to this person, this is going to that person. And it's like, that can kind of shock you into existence and kind of like cut the jokes for a little bit, but it's like, how do you, how do you still manage to enjoy your life and enjoy your time with your buddies, with those closest to you thinking in the long term, like, okay, this is what I want to leave them. But I also want to not just focus on what I I'm going to leave them, but I, I also want to be here with them while I'm here and not just be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be over here just master planning this thing. I'm going to leave you all these riches, all this stuff. And it's like, well, right. it would have been nice <laughs> if you would have just been here right. while you were here and not just planning for a future that could come. But now right. we're just left with the stuff and we're not left with you. Well, it puts life in perspective, honestly, because you, well, I, at least for me, I, I cherished every moment past that. Hmm. So I showed up a hundred percent. I showed up fully. I was present because I didn't want, um, I didn't want, I, I did not want to not enjoy life hmm. because when your mortality is put into perspective, you can either get paralyzed by that or you can enjoy life. And, and, you know, and for me and my, you know, <laughs> and my experience in life, I'm on borrowed time, bro. Like there's no way I should be here. And so it makes me say yes to more um, dangerous things as in dangerous as in stepping out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. it makes me say yes more because I no longer enjoy the comfort zone because I realized that if you're on borrowed time, you not that you can't afford to be comfortable, but it's just like, what's the point? Like if you can push further past that, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to find beyond that, that, that wall of fear that you, put yourself behind and so for me I, I i showed up in life more um i enjoyed life more i en- i enjoyed food more i enjoyed sleep more i i, I like I, I enjoyed the people i was with more because it did put that in perspective because you're not guaranteed that because after that you're on borrowed time so why not right but you're right there is another perspective where you can go left of Oh, I'm just going to hide behind here and just really overthink this process. And, and But once you realize that it's going to come whether you want it to or not, whether now, tomorrow, three years from now, 10 years from now, it's coming. So what are you going to do? And I, I couldn't just, you know, because I also know there's other people who have planned for it that didn't make it to that day. I'm sure they would have wished to enjoy their life a little bit more. So I'm going to do what they didn't get a chance to do, which is enjoy life a little bit more. So, which hindsight, it's a great response to it. But then I also realized where it has its downfalls though, right? It has its, its, its downfalls because your fear level is scary. And I mean that as in, your ability to surpass fear or to override fear is, is dangerous because those who are with you, right. Might not be comfortable with your level of comfortability (laughs) with fear. So you're, you're, you're living life a little bit different. Um, and people aren't going to understand that you're, you're making decisions based off of life, not current situations. 
And sometimes those, you know, those decisions might seem erotic. Like, why would you spend so much money on that thing? Or why would you um, go to training for this? Or why would you put yourself in a, you know, in a dangerous situation? For you, fear isn't really something that you let stop you because you understand that it's not guaranteed. And so it it puts it highlights you, <laughs> it puts you in a spotlight of, um, you know, and, and and you're gonna lose friends and you're gonna lose people due to that outspokenness about you or that out that way of living. It's just not normal to the average person. Not saying that everybody <laughs> is is average, but it's a little bit different because you're taking more risks than the the normal average human being because you realize that you're not guaranteed life and you're taking that seriously yeah. or you know if people are like hey let's go out drinking yeah i'm good it it sounds it sounds cute but when you don't really have a whole lot of people banging at your door to hang out with you because you're so quote-unquote extreme mm-hmm. because you, you you see life differently it gets lonely at times but it's like and I hate to sound so morbid, but yeah, so is when you're dead. Like, <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's a lonely feeling, right? <laughs> like, eh, well, eh. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how you uh, bring laughter to that. <laughs> and man, I guess it, if you can't laugh about it, you can't, you can't really appreciate it. It seems like true. this is true. Oh man. But, um, I know earlier you mentioned about starting the group. Um, I'm curious, tell me a little bit more about that pathfinders, right? Yep. So pathfinder literally developed under, under the quarantine, uh, which pathfinder stands for pursuing authenticity through healing. And, you know, that's, that's what path stands for. Um, and the whole thing behind pathfinders is literally so it it's actually a job in the military what pathfinders do or it's a specific high level job what they do is they go behind enemy lines and set up a landing zone for helicopters to come and drop and you know just you know resupplies or just whatever they need to do so they they have to create a path where there's literally no path like so that was the whole you know thinking behind it like can you go behind your own insecurities behind your own fears behind your own trauma and reclaim you can you create a new life Hmm. by going by you know by going beyond your trauma by going beyond your fears by going beyond your own limiting beliefs and literally it, it it's it's just that mentality that i don't want to say i push on others but that's that's what i believe Right. It's like the only way to truly get to your authentic self is to let go mm-hmm. of all the other things that are piled upon that those titles, those um, insecurities, those fears. Can you let go of them and just show up as you? A lot of times trauma prevents us from becoming who we're supposed to be or mm-hmm. becoming who we're created to be. And so that's literally like you know, we go beyond that and we do it in a community 
format because community builds life, right? Community is what sustains life. Then for a lot of people going through the journey alone, it's, you know, it's lonely and, and it's some people, they stop, they quit. Mm-hmm. So where does a community though, it holds you accountable psychologically. If you can't do it for yourself, you're going to do it for somebody else is in the sense of at least they're holding me accountable. Yeah. You know, and, and my biggest motto is I'm going to hold you accountable with grace because if I don't that, you know, that is straight up judgment. And so, yeah, accountability without grace is judgment. So it's just more like, I understand you're human. I understand what you've gone through. I also need you to get where you want to get to because you said you were going to get to. Mm. So can you at least make an attempt? Yeah. From the attempt, can you then keep going? I'm not going to keep pushing you beyond your limits, but I am going to nudge you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you're afraid of this. Okay, that's cool. That's that's fine to be. A, your your fear is legitimate. So let's start picking at your fear. Let's let's put some logic behind that fear. Okay, mm-hmm. this 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 experience happened in your life. Okay, can do you? want to go back and resolve it do you want to look at it what what has happened you know how are you responding to life now because of this experience that's happened to you mm-hmm. okay if if you're responding like is that how you want to respond if the answer is no how would you like to respond okay let's focus on that and let me hold you accountable to that and once we get there then we're going to dissolve you know try something different but it's so it's just more that's what a community is about um literally people from entrepreneurs to single moms to um, married men to it's it's a it's a collection of people who feel like life just has dealt them a bad hand mm-hmm. and that's fine but life doesn't deal anybody a good or bad hand it just deals you what life deals you i always say life be life and that's that's literally just that's what life does. It just it it shows up. But how are you showing up to life though? So it's just like just going through the whole process. So yeah, that's what um essentially Pathfinders is. Gotcha. In short. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's pretty I I like that because it's in alignment with what we've kind of been talking about, what we've been on on in step with, whether it was like finding the disc. Um, even before finding the disc, like joining the prayer line, having conversations mm-hmm. that are really um, allow you to dive deep and kind of uncover a lot of the misconceptions or bad teachings that we've had in the past. And um, it's, I guess it, it's, it's amazing to me how you were able to kind of connect those two things because it's like having a prior military background and knowing like, this is what a pathfinder does. Like how did the idea come through after having gone through like the military working as a barber, going through different trainings and things like that, wanting to do personal development. And then like the more you just kept doing this deep dive, it seems like you kind of circled back around to where you were before. And it's like two things kind of just linked up and it's like, aha. No. So bro, it it was weird because I, when I got out of the military, I swore up and down, I will never just 
relive those experiences. I didn't want to do nothing with it. But then life hits you differently. Then you start to reflect on your experiences. Then certain acronyms start to kind of pop in your head, like things that were drilled into your head, you know, as, you know, just when you are in the military. And acronyms are the the only way <laughs> the military seems to be able to make sense to a lot of people. Well, to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I can't remember this thing. Give me an acronym for it. Oh, okay. Right. And so, but I'm like, even in my own journey, I was like, I'm really pursuing my own authenticity. Like I'm pursuing that, that person, that spirit, that, that, that person that God created, right? Jeremiah 1, 5 says, you know, I knew you before I created you in your mother's womb. Like I knew you. That's the Theo version, right? <laughs> That's a, a, a Theo versions. Uh, you know, it's not a biblical thing. The verse is, but just my interpretation of it, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> so really going off of that verse, like I found that verse probably... I knew that always existed because it always had to do something with, oh, I know what the plans that I have for you, you know, all the good stuff. But I was like, ah, well, that's cool. That's cool. Because my, my my parents, you know, they would drill those into our heads. And so, but I never went back and really looked at it until probably last, about a year and a half ago, like right before the pandemic, because I was sick and tired of hiding behind something, mm-hmm. right? So being in the military in my early 20s, my identifiers was a uniform. You know, I had my rank, the, you know, like the military branch, my name. And that's how I was known. I was, I was known as that, right? Mm-hmm. That defined me. That, that was my identity. You get out of the military or you get out of that, that job that you've done for so long, especially in your early years as you know, as an adult, now you have nothing to identify you with. And now you have to reconstruct this whole identity. So you go through this identity crisis. And so for me, going through the identity crisis really made me start pursuing that Jeremiah 1.5, like that that person that God created. Who is Theo? Why, why does Theo even exist? What is it supposed to do on this earth? And so pursuing that person, so pursuing my true authentic self, like that was literally what started it. And I think I was always on that journey, but it always showed up different. And, you know, it showed up different through the disc, right? Just understanding, okay, like what's my behavior traits, personality traits, or, you know, just any of that. And, you know, and it kind of put me on a rabbit hole of, huh, if this is my behaviors, if these are my tendencies, if this is, you know, how I show up. Why is that? Like, let me go beyond that. And so you, you, you start digging through your own traumas. You start digging through your own thoughts, feelings, and all that stuff. And you start really finding out that your belief system was never yours to begin with. It was what your parents constructed and they handed it to you and you went with it. So now once you get to that point, it's like, do I, drop my belief system or this old belief system and take on a new one or how do I even make one? So you start literally challenging your own beliefs. You start challenging your own values. You realize that a lot of your your values are based off of how you grew up, 
But as an adult now, like, you know, the more, you know, you got the responsibility to either keep it and stay that person, or you, you can change that. Like there is nothing wrong with changing your values. Often we want to hold on to the old things because they've served us thus far. Yeah. But then again, they keep us stuck anyway. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, this is not working anymore. Let me change that. And so for me, that's literally where I am in life, continuous pursuit of who I am, continuous pursuit of who God created. And so it's like, okay, but how do I do that? I need to start healing a lot of the traumas that I went through. I need to start really understanding my own issues. I need to start understanding my own behaviors and either self-correct or understand that or create a way to not, not like not even to cope, but to continually push through life. Like, how do I do that? I'm pursuing my authenticity through healing. And I was like, huh, how do I remember that? <sighs> this daggone thing is, oh, it's a path. Wait a minute. It's a path. Like you're finding your path through life. You're going on a journey. Yeah. You're not an explorer. You're a pathfinder. I was like, <laughs> that's been in my head this whole entire time. Right. <laughs> so that's literally how pathfinders like that. Just the name in, in itself, just the acronym in itself really started coming to life. And I started plugging in a lot of my own life experiences. And I realized, wow, there's a lot of things that you're healing from, Theo. There's a lot of things that you're you're still doing that you haven't healed from. So continue continuous pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, keep doing that. So, yeah, that's like, hey, I'm on a journey. Who wants to go on this journey with me? Yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. But who wants to take the challenge on and say, hey, I'm also pursuing my own authenticity. Yeah. So that's that's mainly those people that want to take the challenge of finding who they are or working through their own stuff. That's where to come to. And we as a collective. Mind you, I'm not I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. So that's just a disclaimer. I'm just a person who firmly believes in. Becoming better by healing. That's to me, I think that's a no brainer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me, I think that's a no brainer, but it's like, I don't need a psych degree to understand like, oh, when you undo certain traumas and reframe traumas, or you go back and revisit certain things and figure out a way to, uh, to understand them or figure out a way to not even cope with them, but to, so that they don't long, so they don't no longer control how you behave. To me, I think you're becoming a better person. Yeah. If you no longer get angry when somebody cuts you off, eh, I, th- I think you just saved your own life by not getting shot in a road rage incident in Atlanta. Yeah. Like, because that's hap- <laughs> like that happens all the time in Atlanta, apparently. Right. And so, like, okay. So, th- to me, that was a no brainer. So, yeah, that's 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 kind of the 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 same energy I put towards you know whoever joins a group is like, hey, do you want to be a better person? whatever that version of you is now, do you want to make that a better version? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Let's go through this. Yeah. That, that's good. And, and kind of to stick right there for a minute, not brush past it because um, I feel like sometimes it, it's a lot easier to say something's a no brainer once you've kind of gone through the process and mm-hmm. you've had some success from it because it's like, if you remember back or at least for me, it's been, it's been a challenge, like going through, even accepting going through challenging or saying like, do I dare even 
look at what I'm afraid of? Do I even want to know what I don't know? Do I, do I want to challenge my beliefs? Because it's comfortable being in a nice group where like everybody kind of echoes what you're saying. It's like, Oh no, you're, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. You look Mm -hmm. good. You sound good. Everything about you is great. But then when, when you kind of get behind enemy lines, enemy lines and you kind of start getting into like hostile territory where you start having confrontation with people it's that's one thing but also once you start having confrontation with yourself it's it's uh it can be challenging but like oh yeah after you no doubt. you learn to do that a couple of times it doesn't Sometimes it gets easier depending on the scenario, but other times it, it gets, mm-hmm. it's manageable. Even if you don't want to do it, you understand that, okay, I was able to do this much work to get me to this point. And I know if this is still like a, a sticking point, then I need to kind of uncover this thing or find a way to get through it. Because if I don't, get past whatever this issue is or whatever this this trauma whatever this anger whatever it may be like if you don't get past it 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 kind of finds a way to um always show up and it's always there to just be like hey remember me hey (laughs) you forget remember (laughs) me? it's like yeah oh you always do this or it's like things people will say that might trigger a behavior and you were before it's like well if you if you know that you've already gone through like the pathfinding process to where it's like, okay, I've already, I've already gone through this and I've already healed. I've kind of ripped off the scab. It's healed properly. I didn't put a bandage on it. I didn't try to hide, hide it from the air, hide it from the sunlight. I, I laid it bare. I went through the process. I went through this. So it's like now something that somebody may have said before that, might be triggering or upsetting it's like oh no like it's okay like they can be who they want to be and i can be who i want to be because i i understand that and like i i just wanted to say that little piece on on that part there because it's like (laughs) before i didn't want to i was saying it not to necessarily challenge what you said it's a no-brainer but just to kind of expand on it like it's a no-brainer because like once Mm, you you do it you Mm -hmm. understand it a little bit better like maybe it's it's a lot easier to understand like physical activities or things like okay we're gonna go for a run or i'm gonna lay down and sleep for six seven ten hours like whenever you you do those two things like i know they're they're very different but when you're able to put one foot in front of the other and say okay i'm, I'm going to walk this distance it's going to take me this amount of time where i'm going to fall asleep turn off the phone turn off any like outside media to interfere with my rest then it's you know what the feeling is after the fact where it's like you might have the struggle at first getting to sleep or like the aches and the pains initially but when you feel like that rest afterwards you're just like oh man we got a good sweat out or oh man like i feel well rested my eyes are opening i'm not groggy i'm not cranky i'm just like Ooh, okay i feel good let me do that again no uh, and and you're absolutely right um 
it's a no brainer because I did go through it. And it's a no brainer because I, I'm still going through it. And I think I use that term loosely. And you're right. I, 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 I should have given a pre-warning on that because you're right. Because I, I do tend to get caught up in my own, own process that I'm like, Oh, wow. Why did I think about this before? But it's, it's a no brainer now, but five years ago, that was unhurt. Like I didn't even think about that. Right. Because I didn't know. And I'm also realizing that um, healing is a journey because it's like, it's, there's, there's never an end date. It's never completed because every time, every time you heal from something. So let's use a scab analogy, right? Like the top part or the top layer might be healing, but there's still also healing to do underneath, right? Like, like there's that deeper healing just depends on how deep the cut is. And there's always scar tissue. That's not going to prevent you from moving how you're supposed to move, right? You know, how naturally you were able to move, but with the scar tissue, that just means that it healed. You can still feel it. You can still recognize it. And it's going to restrict a little bit of your movement, but you're still able to move, right? And, and it's just like understanding that, uh, hey, it's a process that you continually go through. Yes, you're still going to get triggered, but your triggers are not going to override your sense of logic. It's like even now, like I still get triggered on a road sometimes when I'm driving and I see like some trash on our side of the road. I still get triggered, still get some sweaty palms. But before it was more like my heart would be super hard. I was like, that thing's about to blow up. Like if I saw a car moving close to me, I would, I would almost slam my brakes on. I would like, I would start sweating. Hmm. Now I recognize that, okay, ooh, yeah, yeah, your palms are sweating. Yeah, you're being triggered. Okay. But I'm not allowing that to determine my course of action now. Hmm. It's like I could get triggered and still process life right. versus get triggered and stop life. Like, okay, I, I, I can no longer do this. Like I used to not like going into crowds. Now I, you know, I put myself in a situation, you know, that I expose myself to crowds. I go into crowds. I'm able to stay longer than I used to, but it's just, okay, I'm, I'm still, I'm still triggered. So like, that's more of, okay, I'm still triggered, but I'm, I'm able to put a safety on that trigger. Like every weapon has, you know, has a trigger and has a safety, right? Well, let me say most weapons, <laughs> most weapons, right? I don't, I don't want nobody out there like being like, man, what are you talking about? Not every weapon has a trigger okay, or indoor safety, but the most common weapons that have safeties, you know, most, most, um, M4s, most, most weapons, most military issued weapons have safeties. They also have triggers too. Right. And so when, when the safety's on though, you can pull the trigger all day and nothing happens. Right. But when, but when the safety is not on, right, you pull the trigger, there's a reaction that happens and you know, the weapon fires. So understanding that, okay, Hey, I have a safety for, for this trigger. So now I understand if I'm driving on a side of road or if I'm driving on a road and I see, you know, just whatever, I'm still going to sweat. My palms might get a little clammy. 
but it's okay. Like there's a safety in place. The safety in place for me is being aware of where I am. It's not a desert. It's not Afghanistan. It's not, I'm not, I'm not in a Humvee. Okay. There's nobody trying to kill me. Like that has to also always be in play. That safety has to always be in play. So that's, to me, that's what I use as, you know, just as my safety. Gotcha. So, yeah. But it's a continuous journey, bro. It never ends. <laughs> it's a continuous journey because those traumas will show up. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Gotcha. And I guess that it's a, I, I'm glad that you, you mentioned that because sometimes it's like someone may hear that. I remember the first time I heard someone tell me about that, about life. It's just like this thing just keeps going and you've got, you've got to find ways to push through it because a lot of people would get discouraged, especially given what's the last few years have been like, and just been like, oh, I don't see an end in sight. But um, like you mentioned before, like having community and also having the tools that you, um, the tools at your disposal, kind of like going back to your training to say, okay, when things get hard, like here's here are things that I can do. Like if if I'm getting an oversaturation of the same news over and over, maybe I just change the channel or maybe I mm-hmm. turn off the channel altogether. Like I've heard so many people disconnecting from social media altogether because it's like this isn't a this isn't a, a positive thing. And it's like you need positivity in your life to function because like the world is hard enough like you don't you don't have to go find something hard if you're already working on healing yourself each and every day or throughout the year like those things are going to come up as hard and when you you can enjoy to like have a laughter um put your affairs in order and things like that and just kind of find something to be joyous about. It's you spend a little less time um, bickering or fighting with yourself or just like, Oh, like when's this going to happen? Because it's like <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest thing that I've done well to steer clear of is like just the, the anxiety that people kind of just carry with themselves. And it's like, I forget what triggers anxiety, but I know, um, Last week, I was talking with with Regina, and she highlighted something to me about anger, and it's that anger is steeped mm. in punishment. And anytime mm-hmm. that um, you see someone getting angry or you yourself feel angry, it's really a reaction to punishing yourself for something that you haven't done or something you felt like, okay, because this didn't happen. I need to punish myself in this way. And instead of like yelling at yourself, like you may always do that yelling kind of spews out into other people and people are just like, the heck is wrong with that guy? Mm-hmm. 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 Like that. Oof. Ooh. Yeah. I, I completely see that. I completely see that. You see that also like, you know, uh, the road rage incidences that keep happening. Mm-hmm. You wonder like when somebody cuts you off or you see somebody cutting somebody off and then they end up at the same stoplight. 
it's like you literally just hurried up to just meet me back here like what are you doing right you could choose to either engage that person by being nasty to them right or or you could choose to just we're both at the same stoplight right but then I, I realized that some people who get angry there is a there's this thing of not being wanting to get taken advantage of right it's like so when somebody cuts you off it, it triggers a memory of oh they're trying to they're they're trying to take advantage of me like they're trying to do something to me and i'm like no they must be in a hurry mm -hmm. like what's the point of getting in like again that would seem like a no-brainer right mm -hmm. but i realize that people aren't built like that i realize that there's people who still have things to work through i realize that you know for for some men anger is the only emotion that they feel comfortable showing because it shows passion or it, it shows just whatever but you know there's just so much more to the person but yeah it, it just it's steeped in all that and so yeah she's absolutely correct she's absolutely right on that yeah i'm glad she brought that point up yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's one of those things where it's like um i think the reason why it came up it's like because a lot of times when when you kind of go through the healing process or you have a um i guess you'd say like a debrief session where you kind of recap on the week and then you have some takeaways as to like, okay this happened this is where the good this was the bad here's where i can improve and then okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out of this meeting with this thing to do and then immediately somebody does something or something happens and it's like all the bad thoughts just kind of pop into your head and yeah. it's like you just lash out and you say that but it's like even in saying that it's almost like either you may not be punishing yourself in the moment but it's like that thought of like hey somebody's getting over on me and mm -hmm. then you i feel bad about oh i just i just talked about what i was going to do to improve and then i go and do the exact opposite so it's like did I really learn anything? But it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're you're learning things. You're just because you learn something, it doesn't mean that you just snapped into the oh, matrix. It, yeah, and like, like, like automatic, oh, like it right now. Applies, I know yeah. I know I know how to resolve <laughs> all problems and all matters. And it's like, no, no, you don't. And um, some like whenever we, I know we keep talking about like the road rage incidents, and I was watching. I clicked on, like, I jumped on Amazon Prime and, like, do their little video thing to see what mm -hmm. they've got on there. And there's this video with um, this movie with Russell Crowe called Unhinged. And as I started watching it, mm -hmm. I was just, like, is talking about the same thing. So many incidents of road rage happening, people just losing their mind. And as I was watching it, I was just, like, this makes zero sense. Like, this is this is like a picture, a perfect picture of just how to be very unreasonable. And just you have somebody that just woke up one day, something went wrong in his life, and he just decided to start taking it out on people randomly. And then starting to be like, okay, I'm going to enforce justice in the way that I see it. And then just mm. go about that. And just as I was watching it, I was like, 
I don't know if I would ever be able to enjoy this movie or if I'm just like, this is terrible. Like, like his motivations make no sense to me because I'm, I've understood and rationalized that, Hey, like just because something's going wrong with you, you can't just filter that out. (laughs) Yeah. You can't just put that out into the world. You don't just go murder a family. You don't go, murder somebody's friends and family because they just cut you off in traffic and you're right. having a terrible time. And I was like, I don't know what they were trying, what point they're trying to get across with this movie, but yeah, this one's not for me. <laughs> but you know what though? Here's the thing. It's like, even just that movie alone feeds the narrative to a lot of people. Right. Because it's not the first time we've ever heard that movie was made probably not even probably because of so many road rage incidences that have happened right yeah and it's like and you you know and you wonder it's like this is that comment that a lot of people resonate with it mm-hmm. and you scratch your head like oh really and you start to really like think about it and you're like wow like I probably need to stop driving. <laughs> it's like as many weirdos are out here. It's, it's like, you know, be, be conscious, like when you're driving, but it's like, you also get to see how much pain is in the world though. Mm. It's not like the movie taken where it's like, okay, like, you know, old boy had a reason to go get his daughter back. Right. And so right. let me, you know, or it's not like, um, what's, what's the movie with Keanu Reeves? Um, Oh, uh, decided on where to kill his dog like yeah yeah i was just watching something (laughs) like it because they made another movie called nobody but right uh i I, now now it's gonna bug me because i can't remember the name um yeah john wick it's like yeah john wick is like they killed my dog so now i'm gonna kill the whole entire family and you know it's like okay that's far-fetched but road rage is real road rage is real because it it's what people are dealing with on a daily basis because I can also see like no, nobody nobody's sitting in traffic just being like, man, I know I'm going to be sitting in here for two hours, but man, thank God for the, uh, the miracle of public transportation or the miracle of just like <laughs> this ingenuity of this car. Like, isn't this wonderful? Isn't this great? Like, man, it's like, man, we're flying. Amazing. We're going right, to be delayed for five hours, but people used to take 36 hours to go. 20 miles Nobody thinks like about that. no because it's, it's, but it's like, like you you see it because it's it's a chain it's it's a triggered chain events right mm-hmm. it's like somebody says something to you at work they didn't like so you held it in because you wanted to keep your job so you go to your car quote-unquote safe space you're driving you're hitting all the red lights and these little micro little, little, little drops of just anger keeps pinging at you. It's like when somebody throws like a grain of rice at you multiple times, you're like, man, it's like, okay, first five times. Okay, cool. And it gets to like 10 times. Like you're, you're hitting all the red lights. Somebody cuts you off, you know, about three miles down the road, you know, somebody calls you and, you get in a conversation about something something that you didn't do. Your kid 
you know, something happened to him at school. Like all that stuff compiles as you're driving. <laughs> then somebody, you know, as you're in this headspace, cuts you off to try to, you know, beat the light. But you're thinking about all this, and now you're like, shoot, I almost hit this person. I could have got killed, or I could have killed them. I could have ended up in jail. I would have lost my job. I would have lost my family. Now all those little things of granite rice that's getting thrown at you becomes a bags of rice, <laughs> and it's like, you, and you just try to calm it down, calm it down, calm it down. So you keep going, and you're about maybe five miles from home. You're hitting all the red lights. Somebody cuts you off again, and by now you're 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 fuming. Like, like you're just fuming. And so it's like all these little things that's, that's happened, plus all the stuff that you've never dealt with, you know, as a child, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, compound interest on this. And you feel justified because they cut you off. They could have killed you. They could have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. What irresponsible idiot does that? Well, now you're the irresponsible idiot. <laughs> it's like because now you get in a conversation with road rage. So it's like just shaking your anger out the door. And that's one thing that for me, as a high energy individual, like I have to watch how I respond to situations because I'm emotionally charged. So if I if I'm not careful, I would I will go straight emotional versus logic. My my emotions will override my logic. And I'll end up making a critical error because I was thinking emotionally. And it could be something as small as my my dog makes a mess, you know, on the carpet. Now I'm just like, yo, why do we even have this stupid dog? Like now, now I'm going through this whole range of emotions versus just saying, okay, it happened. Just clean it up. You got cleaning solution, clean it up. But if I'm running behind, now I'm thinking, Man, it's gonna smell like 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 dookie when I get home. Like it, it, it's gonna smell like oh, this terrible. It's like now you're going through these 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 things that haven't even happened yet, and you're perpetuating this thought process. And boom, you blow up. It's like wow, I should have probably took a pause break in, in you know, like in between that and just like really thought about that whole thing. But I. I guess most people don't have the time or most people aren't willing to make the time or the investment to just say, you know what, let me just calm down. Let me just put that safety in place because I'm, I'm feeling triggered right now. So it, I get it, yeah. but you're right. It makes, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. Like, why would you do that? But now, right. now you're the babbling idiot that's on, on world, you know, on world star, you know, getting posted <laughs> online because you decided to get in a fight with somebody in the middle of a four lane traffic. Yeah. Now you're that person. Now yeah. you definitely lost your job because your job can't have your back because you, you know, because irrationally you went mental versus just, Hey, let's logically think about this. So just watching myself, just calm it down, understand where I am. Can I, can I stay aware enough to know that what I'm doing impacts me greatly? If I can do that, then I can get myself out of most things. Yeah. I can I'll override my own triggers. So at least that's for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if there's any caveat to this, I'd say it's conversations like this versus a movie I catch on a late night that kind of allows me to really enjoy life and 
put things into perspective to be like, okay, this is the reality. That's not like, yes, those incidents happen, but being able to just have a sit down like this, or just be able to kind of communicate and, and trade thoughts on a, um, on a calm playing field and not be just overly consumed with, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. It's like, yes, things do happen. And like, yeah, that's just it. Things do happen, but we have a choice to, we have a choice of how we're going to respond. And right. the response is also, is always kind of the the outcome. Like nobody maybe sees who throws the first grain of rice, but they see like you retaliate. But it's like exactly learning how to respond in the moment and just kind of also being able to forgive yourself for reacting and not going about it the way that you wish you wanted it to go. And kind of mm-hmm. doing that on a daily basis, like practicing self-love, like giving to yourself what you want so many other people to have it's it's nice to say okay we want to live in a world where there's no hunger no sadness none of those things but it's like you kind of have to give that to yourself first because if if you keep um how do they say pouring from an empty cup after a while you you end up being that overstressed that overdrawn person that's just like like when does this end and it seems like there's no end in sight because you've already done all you could do for everybody but you and then you're just like ah geez not again and that's the sucky part man that's the sucky part because it's like sometimes you realize that a little too late but then once you realize that it's up to you to put a hold on that like ooh, i'm 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 over overdrawn overdrafted my account i need to go ahead and stop spending mm-hmm. i need to wait until i replenish i need to wait until the next paycheck hit like it's your life like you can live it how you want make the decisions you want but at the end of the day it's can you afford that can you afford those decisions that you're making or can you afford helping somebody else when you are in the negatives and circling back to that point, it's like you literally are on borrowed time. It's like somebody loaned you this month. You know, let's use money. Somebody loaned you this. You've already overdrafted. What are you gonna do? Do you keep making the same mistakes over and over again, hoping to get it? You know, hoping to get out of the hole, or do you wait and regroup and actually figure out a different way to go about life? And for me. I can no longer afford to be overdrafted. Like I can't. I'm on borrow time. And for me, I'm 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 choosing to utilize whatever little time that I do have on this earth because you know ain't nothing guaranteed in life. So I'm I'm utilizing that as a means of okay, do what you need to do, do it to the best of your ability, show up, always show up as you because that's the only thing you got. Always show up as you. And so that's that's how I'm choosing to approach life, man. Right now, li- life, life, life is just life, and so I'm showing up to life as just me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let, let the people know how they can join Pathfinders or link up with you online or offline. 
Well, hey, if you want to join Pathfinders and that's something that you want to do, um, I'll give that caveat is we're not for everybody just because of the the way that we go about doing things. But if that sounds like something that you want to do, uh, you could go on my Instagram at Theo.Brown. Yeah, Theo.Brown underscore T um, and hit the link or go to Pathfinders 180 and go register um our next our next call is uh se- september 9th so the second monday of the month it's a, it's always the second and last monday of the month uh gotcha. that we have the calls so definitely um you know we do have it is a paid community um just because it's like when when it <laughs> when it did a free community the first time it was like people would show up but it wasn't that interactive but because now you got to invest into the community there you have stake into the community so it's like okay hey reserve your ticket pay for the ticket get in the call you know listen or not listen or you know contribute to the call but it's it's a great community um and it's something that anybody can be a part of but only people with the right mindset actually get something out of the community but um but yeah that's how people can get a hold of me on our Instagram or um, or Facebook, yeah, my <laughs> almost something's up there. Like I, I rarely use Facebook, so I was like, "Yeah, what is my Facebook thing?" But yeah, so but yeah, I'm 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 just out here, man. I'm just out here living and letting life be life. Awesome. I for for the most life part, yeah. be life. And- <laughs> hey, it'd be doing that now. It'd be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the time, Theo. Got to wrap oh, up man, I appreciate and head into too, work. Oh man, yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, you go and help the good people, my brother. You too. All right, man. Take care. Likewise.